Hello, Clipper Nation. This is your host, Clippers Mark, on the Clippers Mark podcast. And this is two days removed from the NBA opener game, Lakers versus Clippers. The Clippers came out on top. We won by 10 points, 112 to 102. This was the the matchup that everybody was waiting for. First game of the season. I'm recording this two days after. Clear your mind. You know, the hype has gone down a little bit. I'm super hyped still. I'm really excited for this season and where we're going to go. I can't I can't believe that two, three years after the, you know, Lob City era, we're already back. We're already back in the conversation. So it's it's really nice to be here after everything the Clippers have been through and all the doubt and all the haters and everybody, you know, not giving us our credit. And it seems that we're getting a lot more credit around, you know, just Clippers media, Clippers, Clippers fandom. More people are understanding, you know, they're understanding the wave that the Clippers are on. And, you know, we're not we're not looked down upon as much as we used to be. And we still have the ignorant Laker fans who think who think just because they won 16 rings, you know, like Doc Rivers said, some of those don't even count. Minneapolis, whatever that place. I don't know, dude. Some of these rings go back so far. It's like, you know, we're tired of hearing the, oh, what about these rings? We're talking about right now. And that's what I feel like people are understanding. Right now is the Clippers' time. It's not all Lakers. It's Clippers Nation, you know? So I just wanted to give my thoughts. And over the off season, I started my first couple episodes but the season's back, so I gotta get on it. I'm gonna be on it, all right. Even if I don't get a lot of, even even if I don't have a big following, even if I don't have a big following, I'm still gonna, you know, keep talking Clippers. Um, and this podcast is just free form, free form podcast. None of the, you know, sticking to rules or anything. We're just talking Clippers basketball. You know, it's really easy going. I'm not gonna get super into the analytics and I will get into some analytics but it's more just talking saying how I feel about you know the fate my favorite team the the you know the possible the most likely hopefully NBA champions the Clippers all right so going into Tuesday night's home opening game I wanted to discuss you know how I felt about it and what what that game represents for the rest of the season and how it's going to affect the players and not try not to get too hyped about it try to stay level-headed of course because we're talking about reality fantasy we're going 82 and 0 but hey we're going to talk actually 82 and the playoffs so it's like what 96 or something 98 I don't know but um let's just talk about the first game. Let's get into it. So, obviously, Kawhi Leonard, the king of L.A., you know, there's nobody else, apparently, according to LeBron, you know, he didn't really show up. If he's supposed to be the king, this is supposed to be Laker Nation, 18 points. I think it was nine rebounds, eight assists. Yeah, that's cool, flirting with a triple-double, but the triple-double is overplayed. Triple-double, everybody knows what it is. If you're not winning, a triple-double doesn't mean anything anymore. 
it used to hold more like you know more weight but nowadays it's like who cares you know it's all about getting these dubs because it's so it's so much competition like lately around the nba it's like espn everybody's talking about the team that loses oh yeah Kyrie had 50 points you know the lakers what's wrong with the lakers it's not about that it's about the teams who are winning we got to stop you know focusing on the losing teams but Kawhi leonard 30 points and i didn't realize this man's mid-range game is it's lethal seven straight shots in a row second quarter i believe that's that's so that's so needed for the clippers because last year you know we we took the warriors to six we just needed somebody to put the ball in the bucket when we had no options i mean yeah we have lou but lou is undersized having a guy like Kawhi, he's big body if you notice a lot of his um a lot of his points came off mid-range shots a lot of post-ups a lot of back downs you know fadeaways and that's really underrated shot people are talking about getting rid of the mid-range this man Kawhi freaking killed the lakers with the mid-range and it was a close game we didn't destroy them but we could have if it wasn't for danny green of course something got into danny green that was just unreal like maybe he was playing against Kawhi. i don't know because danny green yeah we know he can shoot you know we seen him against the the Miami Heat back in uh was it 13 14 I don't know but the man was raining and then a couple seasons later he ain't really shooting like that like he used to but out of nowhere I don't know what happened but he started raining so that was that was a real reason why we didn't blow him out I really feel like we would have Danny Green kept him in Anthony Davis okay he showed up for the first half second half where he go I don't know two points in the fourth quarter LeBron had zero, I think, or was it the other way around? I don't know. But who cares about them, really? I mean, Lakers are going to be Lakers. We're not really worried about them. We're worried about the Clippers. So going on, Lou Will. Lou Willville. He, If he's able to keep this up while we have Paul George and Kawhi, and it's not going to, like, you know, damage his play, less touches. It turns out he actually had the most touches in that last game, so... People was underrated, man. Lou Will had more points than LeBron, you know? He only had four points less than Anthony Davis, top five player in the NBA. So if Lou Will can consistently do that, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be hard for anybody to talk to us because we got Paul George coming still. And Lou Will, he loves that fadeaway. He was hitting some crazy shots like that, that pull-up three he had. He made that pull-up three. I was like, wow, this man's still doing it, you know? Year 15, I think, he's still putting the shot the ball in the hole you know and then he had that he had them floaters a couple times during the game that was really nice to see you know can't block a floater if it's coming up from that high you know it's gonna go in it's really nice to have that on our team six man and trez montrez harrow man is some of that stuff he was doing out there just giving it to ad everybody's talking about oh who's gonna guard ad trez can guard him freaking Michael green can guard him pat pat can guard him zoo can guard him we got a team, man. Yeah, we may not be locking him up, you know, but we guarding him, and that's all that matters. He's making we making it hard for him. We roughing him up because he's AD's the finesse player. He ain't really got it like that, you know. He ain't really a dog. He can be, but he ain't really one. Same thing with LeBron. He ain't really a dog either. Hate to say it, but it's true. And Trez is being a dog out there, making it hard for them, you know. And some of those some of those uh, passes from Kawhi, they still need to build their chemistry. It wasn't quite there like when uh, Kawhi got the rip on LeBron. They're taking it down court. Fast break. 
Kawhi turns around, throws it to Montrez, but it like you know tips his hand, it comes off his hand weird, goes out of bounds. Once they get that chemistry up, man, because Trez can catch almost anything. He was like dropping a little bit last night. I think it was maybe jitters or something. I don't know, but yeah, once him and Kawhi get that chemistry down, it's gonna be a hard time because you know when Trez got them long arms, he he gets the ball from the ground. He's he just turn up and dunk it. His hands would be on the ground. Three seconds later, he's dunking it. So that's how long his arms are. It's pretty crazy. So Trez, 17 points, I think. He's really good. He's coming off the bench with Lou, and he's still he's still contributing. As long as we're going to add these stars and we're still getting the same thing we got from our players last season, that's a good sign that we're still able to, you know, keep that same mentality. And then let's see, Pat Patrick uh, Beverly. He had, what, two points, 10 rebounds? I don't know how many assists he had, but that alone, it may seem like, oh, he only had two points. Pat don't need to score like that. If we had everybody scoring, somebody, you know, you know, we don't need everybody to score. And we have Patrick Beverly getting 10 rebounds, man. That's more than Braun. That's the same amount as AD. And that's, he's a 6'1 guard. And he ain't even like, he's not as, as athletic as most guards are either. He's just hustling because you think about it. Patrick Beverly even had that knee injury, so he's not like athletic, athletic. He's just he has enough athleticism and heart to make him a good player and make him effective. And he, yeah, like they say, they say he's like a he's like a small ver- smaller version of Kevin Garnett. He has that dog in him. He's like the leader of the team. He has the most heart, and he's given that, that makes everybody else have heart. And you know, Lakers they came out there, they just rolled over. They didn't really have heart, and that's from. So I'll be trying to tell people the reason the Clippers were able to rebuild this fast is because it wasn't like, oh, we're going to be, we're going to be losing this stuff. You know, it was like, no, we're going to win. Shoot. Like last year we were eighth seed, but to be honest, we could have been the fifth seed, fourth seed, like half the teams under four were 48 win teams. Everybody had the same record. So it just so happened. We were eighth. And let's see, let's see who else did. Oh yeah. Mo Harkless dog. Mo Harkless. Probably one of the best pickups. He's up there with Kawhi and Paul George as a pickup, not as a player, but as a pickup. To think we got Paul George and Kawhi. Obviously, they can guard forwards. They 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 are small forwards. They can guard them. But having Mo Harkless too, it's like it doesn't matter how many players you put out there. We have an answer for it. It doesn't matter who it is. It's insane to think that we have Mo Harkless because he was getting some nice steals that game. He was getting, he had four steals, dog. That's like, he's getting four steals. That doesn't even, we don't even talk about the rest of the team. Four steals alone. You know, Mo Harkless is good and he's getting dunks. I like when Mo Harkless dunked because you know it's a bucket. He had, I think he had, was it eight points? I don't know, but he put some, he put some points up and that was really nice to see. Mo Harkless. That's somebody I mess with on the team for sure. Like he's one of my favorite players already on the team. Who else did good? Let's see. Let's see. I mean, Jamichael Green hit some threes. He went four for seven, I think. And Stephen A. Smith talking about Stephen A. Smith talking about oh, we might not be able to see that every night. Man, just what Jamichael Green do? He can shoot threes like that. And people, that's the thing. A lot of these, we gotta watch out because a lot of these new. Clipper, not fans, but new people watching the Clippers analysis, the media, they don't they don't know the Clippers like 
the people who are fans of the Clippers do and like the actual Clippers media knows, we have players that can get buckets. And they might be like, oh, Jermichael Green, he's washed up. But now nah, we know he can actually contribute to the team really well. And he did. I think he had four threes. That's good. Shamit, uh, Shamit, he had some he had some bad plays, but he also had some, you know, I think he went two for four from three. That's really good. I mean, Shamit, he's young. He's going to develop. He's going to knock down threes. That's what he does. We know that. We trust that. And he can... He's putting the ball on the floor more often now, so he's going to, you know, be more unpredictable, which is good. And he's really athletic if you watch his game. He has a bounce to him that's really fun to watch. You can tell that once he gets his speed going and he, once he can control his shot, he's going to be really effective. Um, but, yeah, he had some bad layups in that game. He missed some open layups, and then he would try to go up with LeBron. He could do it if he if he does it the right way. He, he went up with his right hand. LeBron was coming out for the chase down. You never go with your right hand on the left side. That's a block, you know. You don't do that. So he could have just gone left hand, left side, try to float it up, or even pass it to the trailer. But I don't think he he saw that. He is young. Once he gets older, he's gonna start seeing those things. You know, he's gonna the game's gonna slow down for him. But he's really he's a really good dude. He's gonna be he's gonna be great. I can't wait to see him play more. Actually, tonight we play against Golden State. I want to see how he guards Steph because he is an athletic dude. He can guard Steph. I think he can be really good on defense. Same thing with Jerome. Him and Jerome are kind of in the same boat. Shamit is kind of, you know, driving the boat right now. I want to see Jerome start to step up and take on a a more effective role as a young player, like kind of like how Shamit is. Let's see who else was uh who else was impacting that game. Obviously Patrick Patterson, uh the surprise start, big body, you know, had him on AD. He was I don't I don't think he was stopping him, but he did a did a good job putting a body on him. Patrick Patterson is a good vet to have. He um he missed that one dunk. It was kind of funny, but just he's aggressive. He's like a good like nobody really thought he would be that great on a team, but he's really he's really uh you know proving us wrong, which is a good thing. We want to be proved wrong as fans. We want them to you know do more than what we thought they would do, which is really good to see. Um. I just can't wait for Paul George to come back. I'm really excited for that because once Paul George comes back, yeah, I don't think the NBA is going to know what to do because that man was almost MVP. Kawhi almost MVP. Paul George, he has a handle too. That's the thing. Like Lou Will is probably the shiftiest dude right now on our team, but Paul George got a handle. And, you know, it's once them players, if you got a player with a handle, that's going to force the best the best defender to guard him. So the best defenders guarding Paul George or Kawhi, and then the other ones just free roaming, doing whatever they want. And then you got Lou Will doing whatever they want. Most teams don't got multiple defenders like like the Clippers do, and we have multiple offensive threats. So obviously there's a mismatch in numbers there, if you could tell. Um, so I just can't wait for Paul George to come back. Let's see who else was in there. So we had we had Zoo play a couple minutes. He didn't really uh he makes his layups. That's all I like about Zoo, but he didn't really get a lot of minutes. Um it's nice having him on the team though, because we know how he can get. We know he can drop twenty if he, you know, if we feed him and if it's his night, we know he's a he's not like one of those centers you have just to have. You know, he's a weapon, and that's what's really good about Zoo. The Lakers, I don't know why they let us have him for free, basically. It's like that's like the worst thing they could have done because now it's like, and 
That's another thing. That's what makes it more of a rivalry. People talking about, or LeBron especially talking about, is not a rivalry. That is an obvious rivalry. Zoo, we got Zoo from the Lakers. We took Kawhi. We took Paul George from y'all. You guys used to have Lou Williams. Who else? Shoot, I don't even know who else. Yo, yeah, Ty Lu. Ty Lu could have been the coach. Passed up on that. That's LeBron's guy. You know, Danny Green, Kawhi, they best friends. Now they're playing against each other, right? Freaking LeBron, Kawhi, same position. They have history, the Miami Spurs era. Um, Kawhi Leonard's commercials talking about he's the king. You know, you got two of the best duos in the league, AD, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul, George. You know, Kawhi saying he the king. LeBron goes by the king. And LeBron talking about it's not a rivalry. That don't sound like somebody who's ready for 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 the work. You know, it's like if you ready to you ready to put in this work, win a championship, you ready you're talking all this hype about it's your time, you know, it's Laker Nation. But and nobody like you supposed to lead your team and you talking about it's not a rivalry. Danny Green playing like it's a rivalry. Everybody else playing like it's a rivalry. Well they trying to at least and LeBron talking about it. it's not. That's why he had eighteen points. Maybe if he you know, changed his mindset, was more of a dog talking about it was a rivalry, he would have more than 18 points. But that's LeBron for you. So, hey, I, I'm i not big on LeBron right now because I'm, I'm Clipper Nation, and I think Kawhi Leonard the best player in the league. And after that, it goes maybe Paul George. I don't know. It depends on how he plays. But right now, but this is just one game. Can't wait for the Christmas game to see how that goes because, you know, that's going to be a real matchup. We into the season now. We're going to really see how it is. So can't wait for the Christmas game. But for that for that first game, first opener, I'm super excited for the Clippers. I bet $20 on that. I'm so happy we got the dub. Made the rest of my week better. You know, it was a really good feeling just to start the season off strong like that. You know, seeing seeing our dogs, you know. And, hey, rest in peace, Shea, man. We gonna, we we playing out here for Shea. That's what, I, that's what I'll see it. Because we, man, I really wish we didn't give up Shea, but we had to. But yeah, Shea, that's the boy right there. That's the homie. I don't even know him, but yeah, Shea's good. He's actually doing really good on the uh, Thunder. He dropped 25 career high uh, on Wednesday night. So that's really nice to see. Um, continuing on, I really want to I really wanna see how we're going to be this year at the end of the season. Because starting off, we looked really good. I know we could look better, so... I really want to see how the chemistry is going to form and what what new things the players are going to figure out about each other and new ways of you know making plays and how good our defense get when the defense gets in sync and everybody's rotating. That's going to be really nice to see. Um, if I'm going to make predictions on the end of the season for like a record-wise, I want us to be a 61 team. So if we can go 60-22, that would be great to see. Um, if I'm gonna be less optimistic, you can go 55 and what? What is it? 55, 27. Hopefully, and I don't think we'll be a 48 team. There's no way we could be a 48 team. We were just a 48 team last year, so we're gonna be higher than that. So I'm thinking 55 to 61 team, because anything over 60, it's like we really gotta be on a roll, you know. And we still have to, it's going to be hard to be on a roll once we start bringing Paul George in. We're going to have hiccups and stuff. So I doubt, I doubt we will be able to, you know, 
go anything over 60 and if we do i want i can't i would not believe it i would be so super happy super excited if we go over that um playoff wise i'm guessing first seed and i'm gonna stick with that there's no way that i wouldn't be that confident this is like the most confident i've ever been so 60 60 win team hopefully first seed um mvp Kawhi, you know Six man, I want it to be Trez. It might be Lou Will. And I hope and if it is Lou Will, I hope he gives his trophy to Trez. Um Most Improved Player. There's a lot of there's a lot of good NBA players, if you guys notice. Just in general, like I'm looking around the league and just everybody's getting better. Except for Andrew Wiggins, but besides that, everybody's getting better better. So hopefully, uh, you know, Shea gets most improved, he's going to be an all-star for sure. But he's a sophomore, so you never know how that goes. But I don't know who's going to be most improved. Rookie of the year, obviously, probably Zion. I want John Morant. He's shifty. He has bounce. I hope Markel Fultz actually gets most improved too because I think he's still nice. People sleeping on him for sure. Um, I don't know if we're going to make any trades this season. Uh you know, people talking about we need a center, we need glass cleaner. I don't know. We could play small ball. We have Zoo. I think we should just ride with what we got before we consider any other players outside of our team. We got to build this chemistry, keep that same, uh, you know, familiarity with each other. So I think we shouldn't make any big trades like that. I like the guys we got. Moving on to tonight's game versus the Warriors, Thursday night. 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'm going to go Clippers again. Uh, I don't know what the score. Let me think about the score. I feel like we're going to we're gonna get more points than last game for sure. I really don't see any defense on the Warriors. Yeah, you say Draymond, but I've always thought Draymond was washed up. Um, I mean, even when he started it. I just never saw the game in him. He doesn't have game to me. He was riding off Steph and Clay and KD the whole time. He does not have a game that's going to survive on his own. He will get eight up tonight. Um, I'm sorry about that, but that's the truth. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win for sure. I think they should have Sham on Curry because they got that stamina. You put Pat on D'Lo. The guards are gonna be hard to handle, but we got help. We got Mo Harkless. We got Kawhi. We can figure out something. Um, so we're gonna we're just gonna win the defensive end. That's how we're gonna do it. I feel like we're just that's how we're gonna win our games so with defense. In offense, we're going to put the numbers up. We're going to have Lou out there, obviously Kawhi. I want Sham to go off. I want Sham it to start getting buckets, start getting threes, start raining, you know, get that, get that, get out. Try not to get in a sophomore slump the whole season. You know, I don't want him to fall into that. I want Mo to do good. I want the whole team to do good, of course. Trez, you know, eat up. Um, hopefully we're good on the boards. We were good on the boards last night. Lakers have a long team. I feel like Lakers is a good team to beat because they, they are – a reasonably good team. I'm not saying they're bad. They're a reasonably good team, and they're one of the better teams. And if we're able to beat them, I'm really confident about every other team, you know. So really just maintaining this stuff and D'Lo, Willie Cauley-Stein on the glass, stopping that up. Everything else is easy. Draymond's not a factor to me at all. Um, so score-wise, I do not have a prediction. I suck at predictions on scores, so I'm not even going to think about that. So, yep, that's going to be tonight. Um, I can't wait for that. Why? Hopefully, I want him to start. You know, I want him to average like thirty points this year. So you know, he get that MVP, thirty points. You know, 
seven rebounds, eight rebounds, maybe five, six rebounds, and then assist. I want his assist to go up, start playmaking more, obviously, because we're playing through him now. So his assist will go up, will go up once he, uh, you know, gets the chemistry with the players and everything. So that's that Warriors game tonight, Clippers versus Warriors. So nice to have the NBA season back every other night, every two nights. We got a game on. Uh, it's Clipper Nation. Got to go buy another jersey this year. Got to save up for it. It's going to be fun. Um, I think I've said a lot so far. This is enough. I um, can't wait for the next uh, the next episode. I probably record. I'm going to record about every game. I'm going to try to maybe every two days after every game between this two days after a game. I'm going to try to get an episode up. Or try to record it postally. I don't know how it's gonna work, but this is not a you know strict podcast. This is just me in my room, a Clippers fan, Clippers Mark. We're just gonna make these episodes, man. No, anybody want to call in or whatever that I could figure it out. But just having fun talking Clippers. You know we don't have enough love, so I feel like I got to put my love out there, my my uh, my fandom, my. Uh, my knowledge about the game that I've created, I've learned so far. So I just want to share that with the world about, you know, Clippers basketball is serious basketball. It's championship basketball, and that's the mindset. You know, um, hustle over hype, you know, all that kind of stuff. So real dog mentality. Um, that's it, though. Clippers Mark podcast, uh, episode three, going on to episode four, reaction to the Warriors game. I'm out.